Whether you operate one forklift or thousands, one location or hundreds, the new My Toyota customer portal can help you optimize your operation and material handling equipment. This one-stop, free-to-use platform is designed to help you take control of your information and make smarter decisions, all at the touch of a button. Register and access your data today at my.toyotaforklift.com. That's my.toyotaforklift.com. With e-commerce off the charts, many small and growing warehouses are asking, how can I get ahead when my warehouse is barely keeping up? The answer is future-ready warehouse tech from Zebra Technologies. Warehouses can simplify and upgrade all processes, from automated inventory management to hands-free picking with Zebra's tailored, scalable mobile solutions. They're simple and intuitive. There's never been a better time to upgrade for success with Zebra. How can your warehouse get ahead? The answer's in black and white. Get the answers at zebra.com slash the answer. That's zebra.com slash the answer. Businesses are retooling fulfillment operations from warehouses to omnichannel to meet new demand amid unprecedented labor shortages. 3PLs, retailers, B2B distributors, and others are turning to flexible fulfillment solutions like Six River Systems to adapt and scale. Six River Systems Fulfillment Execution System is an integrated solution that combines intelligent, cloud-based software and automation, including its autonomous mobile robot, AMR, Chuck. No costly or disruptive infrastructure changes, fast and easy associate training, and integrations with other warehouse execution solutions allow operations to meet labor challenges, increase efficiency, and enhance customer engagement. Go to www.sixriver.com to learn more. Go to www.the6river.com to learn more. How do you create warehouse superheroes? The answer is simple. With visual voice scan solutions from ProCensus, with record demand and labor shortages, warehouses need more effective workers and lightning fast onboarding. Visual voice scan solutions from ProCensus enable warehouse workers to achieve superhero performance with up to 20% improved productivity and up to 99% accuracy. Hands-free barcode scanners from ProGlove paired with wearable mobile computers is just the beginning. Improved mobile interfaces with reduced keystrokes, easy-to-read screens, custom keyboards, voice-enabled interface, and more can be realized with ease on the leading WMS platforms. Sound too good to be true? Let us show you with our one-of-a-kind virtual demo. Visit ProCensus.com to get started today. Again, that's ProCensus.com to get started. The New Warehouse Podcast, hosted by Kevin Lawton, is your source for insights and ideas from the distribution, transportation, and logistics industry. A new episode every Monday morning brings you the latest from industry experts and thought leaders. And now, here's Kevin. Hey, it's Kevin Lawton with the New Warehouse Podcast, bringing you a new episode today. On today's episode, I am going to be joined by Sanjay Chopra. He is the co-founder and CEO at Cognistics, and Cognistics is an AI-based company providing AI to multiple industries, and we're going to talk to him about how they utilize AI in the distribution and fulfillment space, and we're also going to talk specifically about how they help to provide clean data and how they help to clean data for companies so that they can take some of the next steps in their their technological evolution and life phase. And clean data is something very important. I think it's something I talk about in my 
classes. So we're going to dive a little deeper into that. And Sanjay, welcome to the show. How are you? Thank you, Kevin. I'm good. It's good to be here. And it's always good to talk about clean data and helping <laughs> supply chain and warehouse companies, especially in this environment where you know supply chain is so critical. Yeah, absolutely. And, and clean data, you know, it may not sound too exciting, but I think we got two guys here that are excited about clean data. So so before we get into all that, why don't you tell us a little bit about Cognistic, what it is you guys do, and, and talk to us a little bit too, as, as a co-founder, you know, why did you start Cognistics and, and what was really the market need there for a company like this? No, absolutely. So, Kevin, we are an applied AI company. Mm-hmm. And we are now seven years old, so we're about 40 people. We're growing, we're profitable. And our genesis comes really from Carnegie Mellon University. So I went to school there a really long time ago. And <laughs> my co-founder, is he went even before I did. So just to give you an idea, he got his PhD mm-hmm. in computer science at from Carnegie Mellon back in 1996. Oh, wow. And okay. now he is the the director of the computational data science program. So uh-huh. so one of the projects that both, you know, Eric worked on from his research at Carnegie Mellon and then I was on at IBM mm-hmm. was Watson. So we uh-huh. he was working on the research side, the NLP side, and we really helped, you know, he mostly helped bring Watson together mm-hmm. the, for the Jeopardy challenge, right? <laughs> and we actually been working in the past as well of, on AI companies called Carnegie Group. Mm-hmm. We got tired of doing it for other people um, and we had collaborated in the past for licensing some technology to Google. So we said, let's do it again. And in 2015, we launched Cognistics. Mm-hmm. And our focus was more bespoke. Uh, okay. You know, come and we'll solve a problem for you. And it happens, a lot of Pittsburgh companies, Pittsburgh Paint and Glass, Mm-hmm. came to us and they wanted to apply AI to improve the manufacturing processes for paint. We were working with retailers. And one of the use cases, initial use cases, was, was with Armada. Mm-hmm. They're a supply chain logistics company, and they have warehouses and distributions to lots of large restaurant chains, McDonald's, okay. Chipotle, Chick-fil-A. And we started developing a data quality engine for them. So this has been near and dear to our heart for the last seven, six, seven years now. Mm. Wow, very interesting. And and I like that you said, um, you know, you got, got tired of working for other people and, and doing this stuff for them. So why don't you do it for yourself? So, so it's very interesting stuff. And I, I like that it's the boutique approach, as you said. And you're doing these kind of specific projects and, and helping companies to, to improve what they need to improve upon, whether it's manufacturing or, or distribution, by utilizing the AI systems, the applied AI that you've developed. And and I, I think it's pretty interesting to see how AI has kind of come up. I think, you know, when we talk in the general person, consumer, everyday, you know, kind of person, probably the, the first we've seen or, or heard that AI was like uh, a thing that was coming and as reality was was probably like Watson, right? I think, you know, I remember IBM having those commercials and, and stuff talking about, you know, Watson can do this and we do this with Watson. 
but now AI, especially in the supply chain world, has is, is become such a, such a big thing. And it's become something that a lot of companies are, are now starting to explore and utilize to, as you said, Im- improve some of their, their processes or, or their supply chain in general. So, so talk to us a little bit about why you think that's occurring now. Why is it such a, such a buzzword now in, in supply chain and why are people getting so interested in it? No, absolutely, Kevin. I'd be delighted to. Mm-hmm. For one clarification also from my side, we've also sure. evolved like as AI has evolved. So we started out more bespoke. We still do bespoke projects, but okay. we're now focusing much more on products. Mm-hmm. So one of our products now actually happens to be the data quality engine. Mm-hmm. And the problems we saw on with warehouse companies and in general why this is the right time for this technology is the following. We as as organizations and companies have been accumulating a lot of data. You know, right. we've built large databases, data marts, but we really weren't careful about what was going into those data marts. Mm. We'll be back after a quick break. You hear a lot about supply chains these days, because if the past couple years have taught us anything, it's that an efficient, well-managed supply chain is absolutely critical to keeping businesses successful and consumers happy. I'm Will Haywood, and I host a podcast called All Business, No Boundaries, where we talk about supply chains, how they work, what happens when they don't, and the innovations that are redefining what's possible in the world of logistics. Join me for insightful interviews with thought leaders and industry experts. We discuss how optimizing supply chains can break down the barriers that are holding businesses back. That's All Business, No Boundaries by DHL Supply Chain. Listen and subscribe wherever you get your podcasts. So, but we were accumulating tons of this information. And then obviously, you know, in the markets and even more so now, where supply chain shortages and, you know, pricing has become much more critical in this day and age, Mm -hmm. it is now important to have the operational efficiencies and to be able to deliver those operational efficiencies. And that's where AI comes in. Once you have the right data and clean data, you can build models to predict how many shipments should I be sending to a customer or when they place an order and now suddenly the units was 30,000 instead of 3,000. Mm. You can pick that out before you make that shipment and they say, why did you ship me an extra 27,000 units this time? Or, you know, the, <laughs> the price is off. Mm. So those things we can catch. AI can help a lot in terms of making predictions mm-hmm. and also seeing if there are anomalies coming in as new orders come in from various retailers or outlets and so on and so forth. Mm -hmm. And another important area is AI actually can help AI become smarter. And what I mean by that is you can apply AI, and that's what we're doing with our data quality engine, to help clean the data. Mm -hmm. So we can do statistical modeling, look at records that don't make sense. We can do correlation this date should never be greater than that date. How can your order date be way after your delivery date? So that doesn't make sense. Um, so you can begin to clean the data. You can have business rules. You can have AI ML models. And all this sort of really helps you clean the data. Mm-hmm. And once you have clean data, you build models on the top of that to deliver value. And that's what's possible now. 
Okay, interesting. And, and yeah, I think it's, you said in the beginning there, you know, we the supply chain and warehousing, especially, you know, we're, we're generating so many data points. I mean, you think about, you know, where facilities are doing, you know, maybe 10,000 orders a day out of one facility, you know, take that times however many distribution centers they have. And fulfillment centers, I mean, it, just on one order alone, you have tons of data points just on there so you take that and multiply it out it's just an insane amount of data that's just being created and being stored somewhere and then you know like you said the ai can help you go through that data and then make some take some actionable steps or you know prevent some potential maybe mistakes like you mentioned you know why why did you send me twenty-seven thousand extra units right what am i gonna do with this uh, so, so very important. But but one of the things too that you touched on in there is the the idea of clean data, right? So, clean data is while we have all this data and it, it's great to have all this data, you know, we want to do something with the data. But sometimes when we have this data, we can't necessarily always do what we want to do because it's it's not necessarily clean in a sense. So so why don't you tell us maybe for listeners who are not familiar with the idea of what clean data is give us kind of a little breakdown of what exactly is clean data no absolutely i'd be happy to Mm -hmm. clean data means the following so one aspect of the clean data is sort of is basically customer data you Mm -hmm. have the latest address if you have or you have all the locations for that given customer Mm -hmm. or if a location has changed or if a given location has now added another fryer or you know is serving more items than they used to Mm. all these things are seldom updated in our customer master record if you can do that and you have a process in place that learns that can go out to the websites and figure these updates out automatically you will always have clean data you will have better idea about the usage from a customer perspective second is the products data the things that you're distributing from the warehouses are the SKUs, the quantities that you have, sort of, you know, product descriptions change over time, ingredients change over time, and if you're not on top of it, you still have old information, you're then basing judgment or making decisions on that old information. Mm. That is why it's important to clean and have processes in place where automatically as things change, you know, your your data marts get updated. That's what you want because then you can make much better decisions. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah, and I think that's the, the end point you had there. I mean, it's, it's really very important. Like, you can make much better decisions because if you have the necessarily data that's, as you mentioned, maybe outdated or not the most up-to-date data or the data maybe doesn't match up, when you try to make those decisions based on the data you have, you know, you may have some anomalies and it may throw things off and then you may end up making the, the wrong decision potentially. So it's very important to have that clean data. So so tell us a little bit about, because a lot of companies, you know, especially in, I think, the, the distribution fulfillment world, you know, are just kind of, and especially the, the smaller, medium-sized business, right? They're, they're getting to the point where, you know, there's the realization that in order to deal with some of the issues we're seeing now, like labor shortage, increased in volume from e-commerce orders, all these different types of things are, are factoring into the 
the fact that these companies are having realizations that you know we need to step up our technology not just for the sake of stepping up technology but in order to survive and, and stay alive and be able to deal with these different situations that are occurring in our in our industry now but part of the issue i think for some is that when we go to bring in new technology a lot of that technology is, is feeding off of the data that is existing right but they may have poor you know data rules poor data keeping poor record keeping the data may not be clean at the start right so we need to get that foundational aspect of having clean data in order to bring in new systems automation robotics whatever the case may be in order for it to be effective so talk to us a little bit about how Cognistics helps companies who are in that situation to clean their existing data and start with that kind of almost like a fresh foundation, I guess. No, absolutely. And it is very important to find these data anomalies and fix them. Mm -hmm. So let me give you an idea. Let's say it applies for any supply chain, logistics company, distribution company, is something simple as the address of a customer. If you don't have updated addresses or locations and then you were planning based on that, now within suddenly a plan that you had come up, uh, let's say if you were going to visit 10 or 15 or 20 customers in a given run and two or three of them, 10% of them are wrong, it's going to throw your entire plan. It's going to increase the time, the driver is going to be late for the other other stops and it sort of, you know, it, it causes more problems. A simple fix was is, is have a play, plan in place where you've constantly updated customer location. Also, building the process when you do deliveries and you can do geolocation or geotagging yeah. and then figure out, hey, this address is different than we were supposed to be. So the driver's kind of figured it out or he called or he went to the right location. Eventually, he knows that. How do you communicate that back to your system? So two weeks later or two days later or two months later, when you're going to revisit that customer, it's updated now and you don't have to go through the same process again, especially if it's going to be another driver. So Hmm. automating those processes is very important. Also for, you know, being able to predict when to go and how much to deliver. So the last thing you want to do is do what we call inefficient deliveries. So if you are able to predict better a customer may not be consuming as many items like they used to. So you go there twice and second time it was they reluctantly took what you brought to them. Third time they say, hey, I don't need it. Mm-hmm. You made the stop. You spend anywhere between 20 to $50 for that stop and they didn't need it. So th- that was a wasted time, wasted effort. You've loaded more goods into your trucks and you're going to be making the same mistakes down the road as well. So if you can update their usage, on the other hand, if their consumption patterns have gone up, you know, they're now selling more of certain items right. and you're not keeping up, they're going to be calling you and say, hey, I need a delivery right away. And that's even worse. Now you have to change your plans. You have to make a spe- specific run to take care of that customer that adds to your cost. Mm-hmm. So these are the things which sort of, you know, you can improve by having the right business rules in place 
by having the right AI ML models in place, and it could be hundreds of business tools mm. which talk about address, location, capacity, usage, units, correlation between dates, which the AI runs and say, hey, something is not right, somebody yeah. better take a look at it. This order is wrong. I, I, I won't name the company, but we've seen mm-hmm. where somebody placed an order and it's for a US flag outside the store and instead of $320, it was $32 million. <laughs> it's an expensive flag, yeah. <laughs> yeah, I mean, I, I mean, I think that right there just kind of highlights the importance of, you know, having the, the clean data. I mean, it's it, is something, you know, and, and the AI can help you to, to do those types of things. Because, I, I mean, I've certainly seen in, in my experience as well, you know, working in warehousing and, and working in inventory, control and management you know where somebody presses you know one one key wrong and you know there all of a sudden there's an adjustment to the inventory for a thousand extra pieces and you know you don't catch it because you're going through the data like manually you don't catch it until the next day and at that point it's already like why is there this huge adjustment and all these questions and everything right but but like you said the, the ai can help you get through that Yep, AI can be proactive and it can mm-hmm. tell you, hey, this is now wrong. Somebody put, instead of 3000 $30,000, we'll yeah. just pick the same set of numbers. And now it was an extra zero that they typed, yeah. but if the AI caught it, then you can fix that. Right. So actually, it was very interesting. We were also looking at some restaurant chains and delivering, and AI actually sometimes catches things it's not supposed to catch, but it still provides you insight. And we found anomalies where saying certainly in certain locations for Chick-fil-A actually, um, the the demand dropped significantly in summertime. Mm. So they were placing much fewer orders. Uh, And we said, hey, this seems like an anomaly. You know, suddenly your number of units has dropped more than 60, 70, 80% in some cases. And what was going on was these were locations that were on college campuses. Oh, okay. So we thought it was an anomaly, but it yeah. was not. But understanding the seasonality of demand for certain locations, you can then plan better. So you learn, even then you might miss a step or two, but you learn going forward and now you can plan much better overall for certain these locations that, hey, demand's gonna fall, mm-hmm. but no pun intended back and fall is going to rise up right yeah 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 it's very interesting and i I think like you said the the ai can help you see those those trends and and predict them more in a sense to when you know you're actually in it and you're realizing that like oh the demand is way down and now i need to make a change and by the time you make the change you maybe i've already found a, a week two weeks maybe even like a month of you know having too much inventory or or not enough inventory and, and not reacting fast enough so you're able to kind of prepare instead of react in a sense which i think is always better so you talked a little bit about the examples with the fast food and the chick-fil-a and stuff like that but it, you guys also worked with some propane gas companies as well so tell us a little bit about how how you worked with them and, and how you helped them to kind of clean their data and, and get better with AI. So it's actually very similar. Mm-hmm. And propane distribution companies at the end of the day are filling up, you know, going to a customer based on prediction, mm-hmm. 
on when you would need propane. And the ideal, the optimal time to come to your given location is when you have 20% propane left in your tank. Yeah. I know at least in Pittsburgh now, I'm, I'm also in South Florida for at least today. Yeah. But in Pittsburgh, summertime cooking is out. And if I ask any of my friends how much gas is in their propane tank, nobody has an idea. So if you know, it's hard unless there's telemetry built into it mm-hmm. and it's predicting for you. So that's where AI can come in and it can help predict when would it be the optimal delivery. So you're at 20%, we come in and fill you all the way at the right time. So you are reducing a lot of inefficient deliveries. Typically, propane distribution companies do hundreds and thousands of uh, inefficient deliveries. And let's say if each delivery is costing them anywhere between 30 and $40, that's a few million dollars they're spending. Worst case in their case, like we talked about the situation of running out is when a customer runs out of propane. Mm-hmm. Now, if I'm a restaurant and I ran out of propane and I have no cooking fuel, I'm going to be furious that, hey, where is my propane? You guys were com- coming to deliver. Mm-hmm. I don't have it anymore. Or let's say if there's a location, hotel location or other location or manufacturing plant that has added a new boiler or a new swimming pool, their demand has gone up. So those are the kind of predictions we can help make with clean data to sort of, you know, really reduce the the sort of, you know, inefficient deliveries, mm-hmm. prevent running out of commodities, and also prevent customer services calls from happening because those are the ones that are really expensive. Yeah, very interesting. I think it's a, it's a pretty interesting point to look at the the contrast of like you said making an an inefficient delivery which essentially means that you know you're you're delivering too soon right versus the other side where you're delivering too late and you know it's it's finding that that happy balance and as you mentioned you know the customer service calls it's not one that you want to be on the other side of right and you know certainly from a customer perspective if you're delivering too soon it's not such a big deal right you still have gas you're okay but when you start to deliver too late especially like you mentioned a restaurant and they're not able to to provide the service that they want to provide yeah sure sorry to interrupt you but Mm -hmm. it may not be a big deal obviously from a customer perspective Mm -hmm. But it's a big deal from a propane distribution company. Perspective. Yes, for the company. Yeah. Because if you're distributing early to thousands of customers, now let's say you every time I come to you, you still have sixty percent propane left mm-hmm. instead of twenty percent. Yeah. I'm making two extra stops to come to you. My cost per stop is anywhere thirty to forty dollars. Mm-hmm. So my margins are impacted significantly by mm. not being able to predict when you will need it yeah mm. yeah it's a it's a really good point i think like you know you got both sides of it so the ai really kind of helps you to to get that right timing and and make sure that you're not only making sure that your customer has the the best experience but that also you're doing the most cost effective and most efficient service on your side as well for the business as you mentioned there so so very interesting stuff about the ai and and cognistics and what you guys are doing it's really interesting to 
to learn about this and, and start to understand, you know, how AI can help businesses grow and how they can really help companies to to get to that next step in their their evolution from a technology standpoint and, and also the importance of, of clean data as well. We're gonna we're gonna hound that in there of clean data, clean data, clean data, right? So very important stuff. It, so it's a simple it's simple thing, garbage in, garbage out. Exactly. Right. So, you know, with that being said, you know, I really appreciate you coming on here, Sanjay, and, and talking to me about this and, and Cognistics. If people want to learn more about Cognistics, how can they do that? So if they can come to our website, www.cognistics.com, I'll spell it out, C-O-G-N-I-S-T-X.com. That would be the best way to sort of, you know, come in and learn and contact us and we'd be happy to start a dialogue and see how we can collaborate and work together. All right, great. And we'll put all that information at thenewwarehouse.com as well. So Sanjay, thank you once again for your time on the show today. You've been listening to the New Warehouse Podcast with Kevin Lawton. Subscribe and check us out online at thenewwarehouse.com. Thank you for listening to this episode. If you want more content from The New Warehouse, check out our new video series called All Hands on LinkedIn. Just search for The New Warehouse on LinkedIn and follow along.